the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live in Tampa, Florida. As I fill in for Bill Bunkley and in Columbus, Ohio, as I continue my program, Bob Bernie Live. And speaking of Florida, I've got Jeff calling from Florida. Jeff, I'm honored that you called today. Welcome. You're on the air. Well, hello. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you well, Jeff. All right. Well, I'm specifically from Plant City, Florida, the uh, strawberry capital of the world and the home of the Plant City Strawberry Festival. Oh, listen, Jeff, uh, we didn't get to come down this winter, but the previous two winters, my wife and I spent most of February down there and went to Plant City. We went to, uh, what's the famous, famous place there in um, that has the strawberry shortcakes, the farm market? Uh, yeah, the the strawberry shortcake is their their number one. Yeah, what cake. is the name of that place? The the uh, strawberry festival? No, 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 no. The, it's a farm market that's famous for their strawberry shortcake. Oh, uh, Parksdale. Yes, yes. I want you to know, my wife and I kept them in business for two to for two Februarys <laughs> and loved wow. it. I loved it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to chase a rabbit there. But anyway, no problem. thank you for calling. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I heard you talking yesterday about translations, and I've been trying to get my mother uh, born again for almost 30 years now. She's Jehovah's Witness, and uh, I'm making some headway, even though it's in God's hands. And she says, well... Uh, there's so many translations out there. I can't read the King James. I've been, I've been a King James reader for a long time, even though you do have to have a Strong's Dictionary. And um, she wants to know what is the most accurate to the Hebrew and Greek that is not the King James. And the B part is, is there any difference in interlinear Bibles? And if there is, what would be the best one you would uh prefer there well first of all almost anything other than the new world translation which is what the um, jehovah witnesses use Uh, Um, i personally have a strong preference for the old authorized version i do uh for for many reasons Uh, it is a literal translation it's not a dynamic equivalency uh other than that the uh, esv the english standard version um, the, uh, oh my goodness, talk about a brain cramp. This is the second time What about time the, the... Um, Geneva Bible? Uh, well, that's, uh, that's clear back to the 1500s. That's more difficult to read and understand than the King James. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm... Un- unless you read 
a a modern adaptation of the Geneva. But the Geneva right. preceded the King James. King James was 1611. The Geneva was, uh, top of my head, I think it was 1587. Yeah. I actually have a leaf from an original uh, Geneva Bible in, uh, in my home. Um, uh, well, mo- most, know, most people who want a modern translation that want a literal translation use the ESV. Okay. All right. Now, again, that's not my preference. Um, and like, like you said, uh, if, you've, if you've got the old uh, authorized version and a Strong's Concordance, you, you won't have any problems at all. And I, I don't know whether you heard me y- yesterday, but I've, it was fascinating to me that the King James is the fourth in number in sales. It's number four in sales. But in right. actual readership, it's still number one. Yes, yes, and I, that's what I read. But my my mother is eighty one, yeah, and she she has trouble even reading her own Bible. Yeah, but, the the uh, now the, the new yeah the New American Standard is also a literal translation. It's been around for a long time, much longer than the ESV, but it and is also like I, I, it's not my preference, but people who like literal translations really like it. As far as easy easy English. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably easier than the King James for most people. Um, Personally, I stay away from dynamic equivalencies. And and the difference, a literal translation, whatever it is, the translators took the original languages and tried their best to translate word for word from the original text. Now, you can't do that word for word. Languages are different. So it's impossible to do it exactly word for word, but the goal is to do it as much as possible in a way that flows, okay? A dynamic equivalency, however, is where the translators don't translate individual words. They translate thoughts and concepts. So in other words, they sit around and they decide what does this text say? And then what does it mean? And then they try to put the meaning into the receptor language, whether that's English or Spanish or, or whatever it is. And, and so most of that come from the Catholic Church? No, uh-uh, no. Now, the Catholic version is the Douay, which is still used by many, if not most Catholics. Uh, but no. A dynamic equivalency, again, I'm oversimplifying, they are translating concepts, not individual words. And I would much prefer a literal translation, again, as much as possible from the original language. I want to know what God said. I don't want to know what people think God said. Right. And again, that is a gross oversimplification and that's that's my preference. How old is your mother, Jeff? Eighty-one. And old authorized version. I've never heard of that one. Uh, can you get that in uh, Christian bookstores? The the what? The old authorized. I I don't think I said that. Um, 
The ESV or the New American Standard are both literal translations as well as the King James. Those are probably the three most prevalent literal translations. Uh, Not all, but most of the newer translations are are dynamic equivalency, and probably most people have no problem with that. What about interlinear interlinear Bibles? Is there are those? uh, Oh, don't well, don't get your mother on an interlinear. No, I I want that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Um, I've got three or four on my bookshelf at home, and I don't know that I can remember any of them right offhand. Um, Are they all about the same? no. Uh, well, some of them are, are, are quite different. I'll have to think about that, Jeff, and I apologize. It's been a long time oh, since I've even looked in my inner linears. Uh, I've got them. I've, in fact, I probably got more than three or four. There's, uh, a few names, there's a few names that I really have a lot of faith in, like Schofield, uh, Thompson's. Uh, well, so, okay. I just don't know if they have interlinear Bibles. Well, no. Schofield is an addition, not a translation. Uh, Thompson is an addition, not a translation. I love the Thompson chain reference, and you can get that in King James, New King James, NIV. Uh, but that refers to an addition, not a translation. Schofield. I was raised on a Schofield Bible. Uh, but again, that's an addition with Schofield notes. That's not an actual translation. Uh, Schofield, for many, 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 many years, was just the King James. And then I think uh, they may have done, a, a, I, I don't know. I don't know whether Schofield ever did any newer translations or not. But that was that was the Bible I was raised on. Uh, Schofield, yeah. Schofield Bible, and then I got a Thompson Chain reference and... Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, most of all, Jeff, uh, we're going to pray that your mother accepts Christ as Savior and turns from the Jehovah Witnesses. They are a cult. And yeah. uh, I would suggest maybe reading the Bible to her, sitting down and reading it and just oh, kind of kind of explaining it to her. I've done everything in the natural you can okay. think of all in right. the last 29 years. But she's a fourth generation uh, J.W., that's uh, why it's so hard for her to break out of it. It is. It is. Her name it is Linda. All right. Well, we'll pray for Linda, Jeff. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. God All bless right. you. God bless you as well. Uh, one of the most controversial issues in Christianity today is this whole translation thing, and it shouldn't be. It has become incredibly divisive. And that's sad. It, I mean, if there's anything that should unite us, it should be God's Word. But it has become a divisive issue. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back. To Bob Bernie Live, telephone number 877 Bob Live. And uh, let's go back to the phones. And in Tampa, I've got Anthony on the line. Anthony, 
Thank you for calling. Welcome. Thank you so much, Bob. Let me first off say Paul the Apostle was not great. Uh, he did his due diligence to follow the, what the Lord uh, put upon him to carry out. But now when I see a lot of uh, people following supposedly Christian gurus as their authoritative uh, leaders in, in what to think and what to believe in, uh, let me first say, commenting on the, on the Jehovah's Witnesses, I also was reached out by the Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's back up. You sure. you say you don't believe Paul was great, the Apostle Paul? He didn't claim to be great. He he never boasted about his greatness. Okay. He always, uh, always carried about himself in, in uh, humility. True. I see nowadays uh, being full-time... Uh, particular Christian leaders, uh, uh, speakers, uh, authors. Uh, we've already seen several prominent TV uh, and uh, uh, evangelists uh, fall by the wayside because uh, of their uh, haughty and uh, big-headed uh, uh, self-aggrandizing. Yeah. And uh, we need to uh, remove ourselves from that. And in and, and doing that, we might even save them from going in that in that. Uh, 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 precipice okay. of, uh, you wouldn't, of uh, you wouldn't go so disaster. You wouldn't be saying though that we should not honor spiritual leaders. Are you saying that, that we should no, not honor no them? Means, but we should follow. We should follow what Paul admonished uh, Timothy uh, to uh, to uh, be uh, be discerning. He all, look at the Bere- right. look at the Bereans in Acts seventeen. Uh, due right. diligence and scrutinizing even the Apostle Paul. Right. Uh, the, Paul, and I think that's Paul, what we're, we're missing. Yeah, the, Paul the also though. said, obey them that have the rule over you and give them honor. If if they carry out their servanthood right. to the Lord I, in humility I, I agree and, with that. and not grandizing, I think Correct. a lot of... And I think that and when you mentioned Michael W. Smith, uh, can I go into the area of, uh, music, of Christian contemporary music? Uh, I'm going to say Amy Grant for one, uh, the darling of the contemporary Christian uh, ministries and uh, industry, and look where she's gone, and look how many people are still following her and not uh, correcting her on her uh, advocating for uh, same-sex marriage. Uh, I saw a show on TV. I can't, I can't remember the, the, the Christian Channel Network. But I saw seven prominent uh, Christian artists um, greeting her and uh, just befriending her without even, I believe, saying a word to her to uh, correct her in her, uh, yeah. in her, in her well, mistake. I, I that think, to me is disaster. Yeah, Anthony, I think we need to be discerning of anybody that we follow, honor, respect, uh, honor to whom honor is due. Uh, but I think we need to discern and be careful. And on that, I would agree, agree, and I I don't believe in celebrity pastors. There are pastors who are well-known because of their faithfulness. There are pastors who are well-known because of their own self-aggrandizement, and uh, Scripture is clearly opposed to that. Hey, Anthony, thanks so much. I appreciate the call and your thoughts. Uh, I, I, I do think Paul was great. And no, I don't think he would have considered himself great because he knew that he was a servant. Hey, let me uh, let me end the program today. There were so many things I wanted to get to, 
But we started talking about translations and so forth, which is which is fine. I enjoyed the conversation. But I love this story out of Humble, Texas. H-U-M-B-L-E. No, it's not humble. It's humble. Joy and I actually have dear friends that live there. Uh, it's the story of the valedictorian at Addis Cosita High School. I probably slaughtered the name of that, but who cares? Uh, public high school in Humble, Texas. Her name is Campbell Lino, or Lino, L-I-N-O. Since elementary school, she dreamed of being valedictorian. All through middle school, she decided she wanted to strive to be valedictorian in her high school class for one reason, so she could give the gospel at the graduation ceremony as the valedictorian. Then incredible? From elementary school, she wanted to be valedictorian. In middle school, she decided she wanted to glorify God by giving the valedictory speech. Is that what you valedictory? Whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, so she was the valedictorian, and she had to submit her speech to the principal. Well, it was filled with the gospel. So the principal called her into his office and said, mm, you know, uh, I don't know that we can say this stuff and all that. So she went home, talked to her dad, and her dad said, uh, no, we're going to stand for principal. They uh, met with the principal, and finally they negotiated, and she kept 90% of her original speech. And she said she was scared to death because she began her speech by saying, I want to talk to you about the most important person in my life, Jesus Christ, and how he has changed my life. That's how she began the speech. She said she was scared to death. She didn't know whether they would boo her, throw things at her. Well, instead, they began applauding her. And they applauded her throughout her speech, talking about Jesus. Isn't that great? You can stand for Jesus. You can win. I love this. What a great, great story. God bless her. May her tribe increase. Thanks for joining me, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.